Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Greetings, listener dear. I'm Tom. I'm Ben. And I am Matthew, and welcome to another exciting episode of Pappy's Flatshare Beef Brothers Cold Cuts. <laughs> That's right. It's easy for you to say. <laughs> it takes a long time, doesn't it? It's a long old title Ooh. for a, an, an episode, but uh, you know, it's, uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's a strong pod, so you can just push through the title and enjoy the content, I say. I mean, the title's half of the podcast, if we're honest. <laughs> yeah, we've running time is mostly title. That's all the time we've got, guys. Thanks very much for listening uh, today. This, we've got a fantastic uh, guest uh, in uh, in Tom Bell. Brilliant stand-up, wonderful actor and performer. He's great, uh, and uh, it was a real fun fun time chatting to him. It was great. Yeah, we've been we've been friends with Tom Bell for years. We were talking about it just at the end of the record. We started performing sketch comedy at about the same time. Um, yeah, it's about like two thousand and six kind of time, and we were all performing. Yeah, two thousand six, two thousand seven. And uh, so we'd gig all the time with Tom Bell. And um, yeah, he's brilliant. And it's, uh, it's a real treat to have him on. Yeah, yeah, it was a real, it was a real treat chatting to him. Uh, we'll get onto that as well. If you want to hear more Tom Bell, then get yourself over to the Patreon, patreon.com forward slash Pappy's Flat Share, where there'll be an extra bonus beef that is not included in this episode. It'll go nowhere else. It'll only be on the Patreon, and you can get the extra bonus beef. Plus, of course, you can get uh, bonus episodes every single week of our other podcast, uh, Flat Share Pop Round. So you can get those if you join the four pound tier or above. You get all of that bonus content every single week in your inbox so uh, so join today yeah. patreon.com forward slash pappy's flat share oh one thing we, we we should promote is uh that we are going to be at the uh, cheerful earful festival again we did it last year we had a very very good time um it's it was it's billed as a flat share slam down but uh unfortunately uh tom is not able to make it um, because uh you have got uh, a little baby on the way yes exactly i'll be uh, uh, having my hands full that's pretty much the uh, that's pretty much around the due date so it would seem churlish for you to be uh miles from home doing a flat chest lamb down Agreed. so we're going to do a live beef brothers instead and it's going to be a, a collaboration with the brilliant trusty hogs that's Catherine bohart and helen bauer so they're doing their show at five we're going to be guests on their show uh, on the 5th of, of november and then uh, we're going to do our show at uh, seven o'clock and they're going to be our guests as well. So uh, it's going to be really, really fun. It's a, it's a hell of a, a day, the 5th. Phenomenal podcasts. There's the Nobody Panic is on that day. Lex Education is on that that day. We've obviously had uh, Laura and uh, Ron on the podcast as well. Uh, but yeah, grab tickets. Uh, it currently says Flatshare Slam Down, but it is a, a live Beef Brothers with myself and with Clarky and with Catherine and with Helen. And it should be an, a, a ton of fun. So please come along. 5th of November remember, and tickets remember. are available from 
Remember, remember the 5th of November. Uh, tickets are available from cheerfulearful.co.uk and we'll put a link to those in the show notes and they'll be up on our website, papiescomedy.com forward slash live. And don't forget, it's a great pub. Oh, oh it's a fantastic pub. Racking pub. A Sunday in that pub with all your favourite pods going on. The birthday girls run on the 5th as well, I think. Oh. The birthday girls are there as well, yeah. All, all our pals Making are going to be there. day of it. Pod your brains out. Absolutely. Yeah, go for your podding. Like, Tom, are you not tempted to pop down? I'll be in the crowd. <laughs> I'm coming to watch. Yeah, it's a good lineup, man. It's a really good oh, lineup. Well, uh, my family will understand. We'd love to We'd love to see you there. And uh, yeah, so grab your tickets from cheerfulearful.co.uk. Grab them today. We interrupt this broadcast with some breaking news. I've always wanted to do that. Yeah, it's good, man. I really like it. Doesn't it doesn't happen anymore, does it? I don't think so, no. I Although, actually, they... we yeah, You know, it, it does happen on the event of like a big... Like, for example, the couple of royal deaths we had in the last couple of years. They, a couple they get of into, doozies. A couple of absolute doozies, yeah. The big ones. Um the they get interrupted they, they, they we we at radio x we've got like yeah. breaking news uh oh, things oh, oh. yeah okay well, very anyway, exciting listen anyway, is the king is dead dun, 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 dun. well in a way the king is, that- is dead because because uh, <laughs> you're not going to be at the next uh, beef brothers cold cuts but you will you'll oh. you'll be at whatever next live thing we do in 2024 but we we interrupt well, this yeah go on god permitting of course yeah, exactly. Who knows what God's plan is for us? We just don't know. Um, I think this really quick drop in his work is going quite well, don't you? <laughs> right. Just a quick so. 15 seconds to tell people what, what, what we've decided about the next uh, Beef Brothers Cold Cuts. But we've decided, as we had so much fun at our last um, a Flat Slam, which was a Christmas special, we're going to make this another Christmas special. Yeah, another way too early Christmas special on the 5th of November. Um it's going to be a Beef Brothers cold turkey. So that means uh, we'd like you to send in your festive beefs to be solved by myself, by Clarky, and by the two wonderful and very trusty hogs, uh, Helen oh. Bauer and Catherine Bohart. So beefbrotherspodcast at gmail.com, or of course, you can call the hotline on this number. Amazing, we have to do a drop-in of a jingle in a drop-in. I mean, it's, this is like Inception. It really is. Uh, but yeah, grab tickets. Uh, it currently says Flatshare Slam Down, but it is a, a live Beef Brothers with myself and with Clarky and with Catherine and with Helen. And it should be an, a, a ton of fun. So please come along. 5th of November remember, and tickets remember. are available from... Remember, remember the 5th of November. Uh, tickets are available from cheerfulearful.co.uk and we'll put a link to those in the show notes and they'll be up on our website, papiescomedy.com forward slash live. And don't forget, it's a great pub. Oh, oh it's a fantastic pub. Racking pub. Well, get in touch, but in the meantime, enjoy this episode with Tom Bell. Well, if you've got a problem, don't call it a problem. If you've got a problem, call it a beef. If you've got a beef, Jill's away, I've got the all clear. She's like, I won't listen to this one if you want to beef about me. <laughs> we'll see how it goes. Oh, I really like that. I like... <laughs> we should do a little um, a little disclaimer at the start because people often sort of send in beefs and they're anonymous and they say, just in case my neighbours listen. 
I think we have to have a code of honour that we say, listen, if you are the neighbours of, you know, this person, we'll give the full name and address. Yeah. <laughs> you cannot listen to this episode. You've just got to skip this one. You've just got to skip this one. Do you think, have you got a beef with your partner that you want to just get out of the way early doors? You say, look, just say, look, I tell you what, you don't have to, you don't have to miss the entire episode. Just skip the first 30 seconds. It, I, in all honesty, it, it, I'm, it, it, you know, there's always bits and bobs, aren't there? <laughs> what I liked about that is you started by going, in all honesty, I'm the one who should, she should have been Yeah, yeah, yeah. But actually then you were like, hang on a second. Hang on a second. <laughs> there's a few little, People, what, what? Give us, give us a bit, and maybe a barb as well. I've got too much stuff. I'm a hoarder, so obviously we live together. It's all the stuff sort of mine. But then it's like that's okay. I don't know. I'm like I have to have things. I, I too have this problem. Yeah, I've got, problem. I've got this problem. Oh, this well. problem. Yeah. All the stuff's mine. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, the stuff is all mine. But I, do I, it, it, what? It's what I want it. Okay. Yeah. That's why Some I've got of it's this nice place. stuff, isn't it? Yeah. Sure it's it stuff like, you know, should you throw away a book after you finish reading it or pass it on? And I, I'm terrible for just keeping everything, even if I've, I'll never look at it again. Because I'm like, little visual memory of that time I read a book. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. It, it is quite a proud or moment. Or buy a book, don't read it, but just oh, keep yeah. it. Exactly. The shelves are full, but it's, I don't know, don't mind it. But it drives her mad. She's just like, you don't want, you don't need this. I th- well, we've got a thing in our house where um, I, my, my wife reads quality literature and I read <laughs> shit, basically. And we had a bit of a bookshelf clear out recently and all of my books just ended up in a big pile in the corner of the office <laughs> and all of her books are on yeah. the... And you know what? Completely fair enough, you know, because it does make it... See- I mean, the only thing is that, that then I feel guilty when people come in and go oh look at all your books and I have to go I haven't read a single one of these books yeah. oh yeah yeah you don't read them yeah. if you want to see Chris Evans autographies three or four copies <laughs> they're all up there I've read you know like basically that's 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 what I read I read books about you know I read, read books about people who work for Radio 1 in the 90s that's <laughs> that's kind of it yeah <laughs> but you know those are the books I enjoy he bought the original coat from Widnail and I didn't he Chris Evans and then he yeah, destroyed he- it on a scooter yeah, he is, um, he's lived a life, man. He's yeah. li- <laughs> he's By mistake, <laughs> or as some kind of Top Gear stunt? By mistake, yeah. He kind of, he just, it was too long and he went on a scooter and it just went under the wheels, apparently. Now, oh, Tom Bell announced today with Nell and I the stage show is going to be... Uh, yes! They're going to go for it and... My God. And the at the bottom said, it says, I want to hear, I I hear, hear from people. from actors who want to be here. There's a, there's a, there's a <laughs> tell bit of you what. and I, you've got, you, you've got to be thinking of sending that email. I mean, how's your Uncle Monty, Tom? Are you feeling? <laughs> Sorry. It's good. It's casted itself, this. Yeah, I am thinking of sending that email. You've got to do it. You've absolutely got to, got to do, do it. it. That's another great book as well. I've got one of the, I've got uh, With Nails, uh, Richard E. Grant's book. That's fantastic. That's up in the office. Not quite Dostoevsky, you know. Well, Jill got me Richard E. Grant's new book for Christmas. And I'm like, well, if you're not helping yourself here, are you? Me- <laughs> <laughs> Don't buy me stuff. Yeah. You can't have it both ways. You can't give me gifts and expect me to not to hang on to everything. There's got to be something that she's got more of than you have. Yeah, yes. Um, What's that? Yeah, that's Patience. true. <laughs> <laughs> In my yeah. wife's case, it's taste. 
<laughs> she likes nice things, you know. She's very happy to get rid of. She's like, oh, wait, well, let's get rid of this. And I go, well, that's we only recently got that. It's quite new. She's like, yeah, but it doesn't go with the other things. Yeah. And uh, and she's right every time. She's got good taste. Yeah. Apart from in men, of course. <laughs> so I want Achilles heel I've like capitalised on it luckily yeah. <laughs> bathroom stuff we've got a nice we've got a lot of, the bathrooms love her stuff but that feels like I'm being gender specific but it does that's how it's worked out mm. um, shoes am I right <laughs> <laughs> oh god and left yeah hello I have so many more shoes than my wife do you <laughs> Yeah, I think I've got probably three times the amount of shoes that Jane has. You're the Imelda Marcos of pappies, aren't you, Parry? I know, yeah. I feel sentimental about old trainers, and so try to keep them for as long as possible. Do they get a rotation? Do they get a run in each of the shoes, or are some of them just there to be a sort of memento of the the time you once had a pair of Adidas? Some of them have got like a Glastonbury in them. (laughs) (laughs) Literally. Oh my God, Those, those are the shoes you've got to get rid of immediately. I know. If you've worn shoes to a festival, if you've worn shoes into a into a drop toilet, then you're chucking them the second you get. <laughs> I, I think it's not even fair to to, to, to drive home in them. Well, you use the drop <laughs> toilets to drop your shoes, don't you? <laughs> That's what I do at the end of at the end of Glastonbury. I just uh, ceremonially tie the tie my shoelaces together, hoik up into the sky, and and uh, see how big a splash I can make. The class, what we tend to do, and a lot of people do, I think, is that sort of uh, area where you go okay well I'll I'll put it somewhere and if I don't use it for a year then it's got to go um, so I've got an attic but what it means is my attic's just full of oh yeah because <sighs> you never go up and clear it out do you? you don't clear it out I go up to clear it out and then I'm just awash in lovely memories <laughs> that's the tricky yeah. thing isn't it you, go, you, you can't you can't go back to the box you know my my parents will always do this. They've got various things at theirs, and they're like, "Can you go up and sort through that?" And I'm like, "No, I haven't needed it for over a year, so throw it." Yeah, no, of course, just not. get rid of it. So you say throw it? That's great. Because otherwise, if I start looking at it, I'll be like, "Oh, I'll keep this. I'll keep that." Mm-hmm. What I do is uh, I'll often like go through it, and uh, you know, I'll have boxes of like old tickets from Edinburgh and stuff, or flyers. Yeah. And I'll often take a photo of the flyer and send it to the person whose show it was and go, what about this? And they'll go, yeah, I don't care. <laughs> like, oh, well, if you don't care, then I should probably shouldn't care either. <laughs> Straight in the recycling, it goes. <laughs> that was going to be my ambition, was to photograph all my things that was had sentimental value, and that way then I have them digitally, and then I can bin them. Yeah, yeah, so that's that a good was idea. Be the project, but the time that that takes, you yeah. really need to just be kind of a single person with n- with no one in your life, and then you can spend three months doing that kind of thing. What you need to do is employ an archivist. <laughs> yeah, and I, I love the idea of you employing an archivist to take photos of all your old shoes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's quite it's quite a tough job. You need a strong stomach, <laughs> Clarky. You've got no sense of smell. Yeah, there we go. I'll, I'll do it for you, mate. Do you want to earn 50 quid? <laughs> yeah. That's pretty good. Tom, you just you just said it's a three-month job. Come yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, 25. <laughs> Shall we try and solve some of someone else's let's beef? Let's get into these, let's, please. Uh, let's, please. Let's get into it. Tom Parry, uh, do you want to start with uh, Ash's beef? I'm going to tell you now, we're in for a cracking beef here. Oh. Yeah. 
Mum's Cooking Beef from Ashley via beefbrotherspodcast at gmail.com. Do get in touch. Please do get in touch. And the email is a fine way to do so. Look, I know Tom Bell was saying trying to besmirch digital's good name, but for now, <laughs> it's still a great thing to do. Get in touch. Email's where it's at, yeah. <laughs> Hello, puppies. I am writing in with a beef concerning my mother's cooking. My mother is a terrible cook. She doesn't own salt because she doesn't believe in it. She hates chopping anything and didn't own a peeler until my wife bought her one. She, however, believes she is a great cook and me and my stepdad are just fussy eaters. My wife now refuses to eat anything she cooks. She is notorious for not following recipes, giving up halfway through or substituting ingredients. Here's some examples. She made a potato bake but didn't have cream, so substituted it with Greek yogurt. I ate it and felt very (laughs) ill. Do not recommend. She made a stir fry, but got bored cutting vegetables, so it ended up just being celery with honey and soy sauce. Brackets, I hate celery. She made a lasagna with whole pitted olives in it. What? Fun, crunchy mouth surprises. All of these meals were completely unseasoned. Our solution to the bad cooking has been ordering takeaway whenever we go around, eating out or offering to cook. The problem being that she started to cotton on to that and knows what we're doing and has become offended when we avoid eating her food, insisting that she can cook. Pappies, what can we do? Cheers, Ash. And then they follow up with, P.S. Are tomato and peanut butter sandwiches weird? It's one of my mother's recipes that I grew up on. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll deal with that one first. Um, I'm a great believer that peanut butter goes with almost everything. But I don't know. Uh, at least, you know, I tell you what, at least it's got a bit of salt in it. Will you road test uh, you it know, for us tomorrow, Crossbow, and report back? I'll have, I'll have, a, I'll have, I'll have a, a, a peanut butter and tomato sandwich and I'll tell you all about it. Doesn't it doesn't sound yeah. good. It doesn't, no, it doesn't. It doesn't sound good, it doesn't, it, but it doesn't sound terrible. It doesn't sound. I mean, I, I would. I would prefer that to the um, to the uh, celery stir celery fry. with <laughs> celery with honey and soy sauce. I prefer anything to that. Yeah. What are you like as a cook, Tom? I like cooking. Yeah. I. I. I I'm like. I'm cooking. I like to cook. I'm cooking, and just get on with it. But um, I think all cooks think they're good, don't they? I don't know. Maybe I'm terrible. No, I think I'm good. <laughs> yeah. This is actually an intervention. I stopped eating meat about. 15 years ago a long time ago now and I think when you decide to do that you have to get a bit better at cooking and you have to go like right what let's so I sort of learnt the ropes a bit uh, so I'm good yeah, I enjoy it but I mean that sounds terrible salt I mean that's it's in every recipe yeah you desperately need it you say she doesn't believe in it that's not like a conspiracy <laughs> well, see, you need it you need it in your diet yeah not just for not just for making things taste at least a bit good. And I everybody likes to think that they've no better than a recipe. I can see that. You go like, well, the recipe says this, but I <laughs> I think I can work my way around it. But there's a few things you've just gotta go. Mm. Like you can do creme fraiche instead of sour cream, but not 
Yogurt. No, not yogurt instead of cream. You can't just go on colour alone. You can't. <laughs> yeah, and, and, and sort of vague consistency. Yeah. You know, you can't st- stick Yakult in it. Uh, I mean, it's... It, maybe you could. Um, this, by the way, it reminds me, because I, I use the BBC Good Food website a lot mm. to cook from, as I'm sure we all do. Uh, yeah. But uh, I, I love the reading the comments underneath where someone will go, two stars and they go I made this for my family and they all hated it and then they will say I didn't have this so I substituted this with this I didn't have that so I was, and you're like well you didn't make the same thing yeah. then did you so you can't give it two stars you know like uh, yeah uh, we didn't have any lamb so I substituted broccoli well of course <laughs> it's like of course it's not going to work you know <laughs> I topped this with porridge oats well yeah, no wonder it tasted vile you're a lunatic but this is this is very much that sort of thing I mean, dreading a meal is about that's a, that's not a good place to be, is it? Oh, it's hot. No. Yeah, that's no. And now she knows. What do you do? We've got to give some. We've got, we've got to. We've got to get Ashley. We've got to sort oh, yeah, them out. We, yeah, yeah, absolutely. We've we've explained that we agree with Ashley, yeah. but we've said we've offered no solutions up to this point. A Mother's uh, Day mean, present, culinary school. I mean, yeah, like yeah but it's it's, 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 face, it's very it? on the nose isn't it yeah but if she already thinks she's a good cook then maybe that's not it's a bit too you know mm, it's signposting it a bit but i think at some point you've got it you've got to be brutal you've got to be cruel to be kind i mean what else can we do in this situation cooking together could you could i mean is there could they sneak salt in somehow? Like one of those rings that people used to have poison in. Yeah, one of those uh, one of those teeth. Yeah, the fake teeth yeah, in the back exactly. of the cyanide belt. It's a ring, <laughs> but it's also a salt it's also a salt grinder. Yeah. <laughs> it's a really big, ostentatious ring. And then just a sandwich <laughs> taped under. Yeah, just when Ash shows up to wearing like 15 different rings, yeah. uh, you know, she's got them on her fingers, she's got them on her toes, uh, she's got paprika in one of them. Yeah. <laughs> she's got like be, like be a she's got spice jewelry. Oregano, yeah. Is yeah, she's a solution spice jewelry. Yeah. I think that's it's certainly it's a good bad. one. Yeah. Not bad. You know, yeah. gravy in a hat. <laughs> so you, you think you're saying top of the morning to you, but actually you're siphoning off a load yeah, of uh, a gravy on there. Because gravy, you can cover things, you know, there's things like that, aren't there? Mm. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, like in, you know, the uh, Cruel Intentions, she wears the cross round her neck that's actually full of cocaine. There we go. So, yeah, th- this is what you, what you want to, uh, you know, pop some pop some sweet corn in there or something that can just, uh, you know, bring the, bring the meal alive. Just any 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 other any other flavours really. Is there an argument to get somebody to dinner whose opinion will count? Key values. Yeah. I and I am talking about John Tarode. <laughs> Can do do any of us have a connection? Can we get to John Tarode? Can we get John Tarode round Ash's house? Because if he's at your dinner table and he tells it like it is, which he would. Hmm. He would, then yeah. surely then, you know, you want someone who's going to confirm it for everyone so that it doesn't feel like a conspiracy or a cruelty. What if John is just so taken by the maverick nature of the meal that... Actually, it turns out yeah. we're dealing with a master chef here. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> this is the next generation. This is a once-in-a-generation once talent. Because <laughs> that's, that's the thing, isn't it? You know, 
like some sometimes uh, sometimes the, the the wackiest combinations they seem like on paper they wouldn't work. Well, that's why I said to Rode, we don't want Blumenthal. That's why you can't get Blumenthal. No, no, God, no! Don't get Blumenthal. Seeing as a pro- seeing as a some sort of protege, he might have found his kindred spirit, his next uh, the next in line. The baton's been yeah, passed. To Rode's no nonsense. He can't hide. He's it. very very. He's very, very happy to say, you know, uh, that the that the, the flavour of the Greek yogurt is ruining the flavour of the potato. He's happy. He's happy to do mm. that. He's always, ha- you know, he, he, unfortunately, I'm, I'm, the, the the gorgeous taste of the celery is being lost <laughs> in all this soy sauce. It's swimming in. That's yeah. he, he's he's happy to do it. Yeah. How do we get? Uh, or do we get? Do we get? A, you know, could you get a John Turrode lookalike? If you can't get the actual John Turrode. Could you get a John Turrode lookalike and feed him lines with like a little earpiece? It's more that, work. That might isn't be it, easier. But, oh, yeah, I said a different thing there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and agreed with each other. Yeah, yeah. Clarky thinks it's Clarky thinks that's easier. Tom, you think that's harder? Yeah, it's going to be worth trying, isn't it? I think start with John, and then that you've got that as a backup. Slowly, <laughs> absolutely, yeah. Is this an option? Like you could also go. Oh, we've got loads. We had a big meal last night. There's loads of leftovers. Don't want them to go to waste. Can we bring them round? And you just, every time you bring, obviously, a full meal. And you're like, people didn't eat a lot last time, last night. Is that a thing? Yeah, so it's in like, you do you do the yeah, cooking exactly. ahead of time. And you just go, I don't want it to yeah, go to waste. But the, you know, it's, it's got, we've got this thing here of she's cottoned on. Oh, yeah. And she becomes offended when we avoid eating her food. She insists that she can cook. But then so give it. She's going to be aware of all these, all these little manoeuvres. Yeah, I think yeah, we're in a position right. where Ash has to be eating the food, yeah. or has to get a message through that this woman can't cook without damaging her relationship with her mom. I, I've got a great idea. I've got a great idea. Here we go. It is. Uh, fake mouths. <laughs> the whole family. Finally, there it is. But a fake mouth. Okay, so talk us through it. So you put the food into the mouth, but it's not going. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. It's it's it, it's chomping away. Chomp, chomp, Are you chomp, thinking chomp, the Nina Conti the f- style set oh, yeah. yeah, maybe a little big. The Nina Conti ones are a bit obvious. Uh, uh, think think Nina Conti. Think bow selector scale down slightly. Uh, fake fake rubber mouth that you that you all wear around the house. The food goes like gets siphoned into like a small rucksack or something that you're wearing, or um, you know maybe you maybe you wear a large pair of parachute pants. Uh, and the food just gets siphoned into the bottom of those. But this is what's so you you go there having eaten a nice full meal on the way over. You know you pop it, pop into KFC, pop into Mackie D's or something. Fill yourself up, whack on your rubber mouth as you're going in and saying, "Oh, is that your famous lasagna with uh, olive pips in it?" <laughs> send it send it this way, and then chomp 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 chomp. Possibly even possibly even like some sort of. Um, you know like those uh, waste disposal units you have in sinks. Oh yeah, maybe somewhere in there they could have. You know, they could be just just grinding it up. Uh, you know, it could be a little and, and uh, siphon- little pig at the bottom of the bag. Pigs eat lot of stuff, don't they? A micro pig. Yeah, this is actually this is this is exactly okay. it. Yeah, you get you've got a, you've got a micro pig right. in a bag yeah. that is siphoned that, that siphons the food from a, a rubber mouth to the pig. The pig eats it, and uh, you. It sounds like. You know, the, the mother's gonna be like, oh my god, the noises they're making, chomping that food. They're loving down. this. <laughs> the squeals of delight. <laughs> they can't get enough of it. They're positively oinking with pleasure. Uh, yeah. Oh, this, I'm, gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna make my potato bake again with the extra Greek yogurt. Um, I think this is, yeah, I think this is, this is 
a closer to uh, to a solution for okay, her. Okay, so fake mouths, micro pigs. Yeah, fake mouths, yeah, micro pigs. Yeah, because yeah. so. the look the look alike was outlandish. That, but this on. now we're we're there. This is achievable. We've given we've given plenty of different options, you know. I I was I was happy to say beef solved after the uh, the spice rings, <laughs> but I, I do still like spice rings. I think spice jewel spice jewelry, Tarot yeah. guest, and yep. fake mouths micro pigs. Take your pick, really. Yeah, yeah. all the bases yeah. are covered. <laughs> beef solved, but none of the bases assaulted. solved. <laughs> <laughs> Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Free range chalk beef from Eleanor. Nice. Hi, beef brothers and esteemed guest. That's very nice. Uh, for the past couple of years at work, I've been using liquid chalk pens to decorate a large window on one of our workstations. These drawings start out offices with silly little scribbles and puns about our workplace. Uh, in brackets, a particle accelerator. Yeah, that's a bit of fun, isn't it? Ooh. But I've started to get, to get better at making the chalk <laughs> look decent. I've attached a couple of examples from my portfolio, which we've been sent. <gasps> oh, yes. She sent some photos over it. Great. You're going to put them on Instagram or something? There'll be ways to see them, I'm sure. Yeah. Where they're worth seeing. I'll stick, we'll stick them on Instagram, yeah. This week, uh, I updated the main window, replacing a scene from the classic Studio uh, Ghibli. Is that Ghibli? Oh, I don't, I've let myself down there. I think it's Ghibli, yeah. It's Ghibli. Yeah, it is, okay. Uh, my neighbour Totoro, with a slightly tweaked scene from Pixar's Up, Exhibit A. Oh. Yeah. Uh, albeit, albeit unfinished my colleagues started helping me with a huge task of colouring in all the balloons lifting our building into the sky when I came back this morning I found that one colleague went rogue overnight and started drawing trees and flowers see exhibit B <laughs> so we've got a before and oh, after yeah. situation oh yeah Right. The question is, is it irrational to be upset with this addition? I guess I don't own the concept of drawing on a window, but it feels like she overstepped by adding elements to a thing I drew without creative direction to do so do I need to let this go, or should I erase the trees <laughs> under the cover of darkness? <laughs> As creatives yourselves, you are the best people to provide guidance here. Cheers, everyone, by Eleanor. There we are. Um, wow. wow. It's a, it's, so it's a, this is a tricky one, because you can tell Eleanor is an artist. She's able to draw. She draws really well. All of the pictures she sent us are, are genuinely fantastic and would brighten up any office space. And the Exhibit A which is the just the, the building being lifted up with the balloons. Looks great. She's got a real style. The trees, I would say, are a little bit more... Children's ward. Certainly more of... Yes, exactly. <laughs> no, no, no. I would say children's homework. <laughs> uh, 
I think there's something a little bit... Cru- crucially, uh, yeah. they've misunderstood the, pu- the photo as well, because in her version, they're in the sky. Yeah. And now the trees have <laughs> brought them back down to the ground. <laughs> That's true. They're now kind of, they're hovering about uh, like about half a foot above the ground, which is not really what I mean. If up was if that was what up was about, it would be more about an old man killing loads of people with his house. <laughs> It'd be called a long, wouldn't it? <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely a style clash. Eleanor's has got sort of the, the the sort of the black outline, more of like a cartoony, sort of very clear. And these trees are yeah, it's it's a very clearly a late addition, mm. much like that fresco that was ruined. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. It's got. <laughs> it's not. I'm not saying it's as bad, but it's not far off, is it? It's not good. <laughs> do you know what I'd it's not, do? It's... I would. I think this is what would send an even stronger message. Is rather than erasing the trees, obviously inspired by the incident at Hadrian's Wall recently. Yeah. You should erase down to the stumps and have you know a little cartoon character with an axe and you fell the trees <laughs> I like that a lot yeah 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 and then it feels That's like a- it's got a bit more of an edge to it do you know what I mean it's a little bit more ag a little less pass ag well, that's what we need yeah. in this situation it's, you've yes and it a yeah. little bit haven't you yeah you've kind of yeah kind of, okay you've yes anded it but also put it down yeah but i'll be really it's, clear like yeah. i'm not okay with it it's it's yeah. playful aka parry's in pro style yeah <laughs> yes and absolutely not yes and we are in a dentist but it's closed and actually we, we're just going to go back to uh to the home where the scene started now <laughs> do we think if if the trees have been done brilliantly that would be more or less okay. Well, I think Clarkie's right. I think it's a scene that's not on the ground, crucially. It's, it, yeah, it's, it's, it's a real tricky one because I was going to suggest a slightly similar thing of like trying to develop the photo, like develop the picture and, and take it elsewhere. Like it's landing in a new spot or something like that. But I think, I think actually just going, to the, going for the trees... Chop the trees down or smash the window. Yeah, I was, a brick through the window does feel like the uh, you know to send. Well, that will send a, a really definite message, won't it? Well, um, tied to the brick. Uh, yeah. Do you do you think do you think that? Um, I mean, obviously, it seems like uh, Ellen has been doing this now. I, how long did she say she's been doing it for? A few years. Excuse me. Yeah. How long? Um, don't know. And when in fairness, she also said, "I didn't start off brilliantly, and I've I've gotten better." So I suppose this tree, this whoever this tree person is, is at the start of their journey. Well, is it, yeah, is it time to share the window? Mm. Is it time to kind of rotate out? And I know this is not like Eleanor. Obviously, is a fantastic artist and loves it and cares a lot about it. But do you think there might be slight murmurings within the office of like not not necessarily anti Eleanor murmurings, but like pro. <laughs> P- personal artistic growth murmurings from the particle accelerator employees they might go oh i just wish one day i could have a go on the uh, i could have a go on the window anything to be said for one window each and some sort of you know competition window wars yeah yeah i think i mean I, they've got surely probably they've got important a- things to be doing but- <laughs> 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 um i mean yeah, there's there's no reason why you couldn't yeah you couldn't give a window to it, at least it does feel a little bit like let's look at what you know if you've written a great gag or a great 
sketch or something and as you know you, you do it and then afterwards somebody goes that's great and they just try to add a punchline at the end it is annoying yeah. isn't it oh it really is yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, i've completed a, right a, here, a piece of art <laughs> <laughs> no no I, i'm talking <laughs> tom he's talking about me <laughs> I've, i know I, I, I was thinking more about what used to happen after gigs where someone would come up and go what you should do yeah. at the end of that and then you go ah we have worked really hard on making sure this is we've, 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 we've thought like, we've, we've had your first thought that you've just had now you know having watched us with six pints in your system and we've rejected it. You should it. put trees in the sketch. <laughs> that same person. Put some trees in it. That is annoying because it's, it's the right idea. Yeah. Why do we think of it? Sometimes they'll be right. I, I think you're right. It might. Maybe that's the thing. It's like, okay, next time I'll, I'll seed control. And what's going to happen is they'll give it a go. They'll realise they're not able for it. And there'll be people who will be desperate for Eleanor to come back. Mm. Also, if you get to see the picture, it does look like the puddle accelerator is sort of leaking in the tree version which is quite bad isn't it that can't be good yeah it looks like there are sort of like or, or are they like some sort of goo yeah some sort of some sort of goos hanging out the bottom or, or roots or something like that it's like yeah. a naturally occurring uh, particle I think accelerator in the original it was t- to show acceleration up you know it was, you know it's sort of like that cartoony we're flying and the person's misunderstood and just turned it into goo <laughs> yeah. so now you're saying it's become a nuclear incident it looks like it <laughs> what started as Movement has now turned into a Chernobyl. Yeah, it's we're, yeah, we're, yeah. We're 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 in a sort of like a Last of Us type situation just around the corner. D- do you think? But maybe that's a good warning. Whoever this is, is saying, I don't think we should put this very important technology in the sky. Yeah. Do you think she? Do you think she walked in and saw it and thought? Um, ah, right. This is a proposal of what we're going to do with this building. <laughs> Maybe I could yeah. I, listen. This this is an idea that needs to be grounded ever so slightly, and I'll just add that <laughs> add that in there. I mean, the the, the tricky thing is, uh, Eleanor asked other people to colour in the balloons. It's a big old mm-hmm. job, right, to colour in all those balloons. But the second you hand a pen to somebody else, you are relinquishing mm. an element of control. And I think that is. I'm not. I'm, again, I'm not blaming Eleanor here. I'm just saying you under, I understand because. Uh, you know, some people will stay within the lines, but there's always going to be a few, you know, a few lunatics out there who think, no, I know what this needs. Eleanor has to be fucking good at her job. <laughs> yeah. And that, that's not anything else to do with the drawing. You just, if you could be good at your job, that would be really good. <laughs> you have to be really good at your job to be able to put that much effort into yeah. procrastinating publicly. I guess, yeah, I guess that's true. Yeah, like she's got to be the shit hottest person there. Otherwise, she needs to stop doing these for the, for the sake of her career. Even if she's working late, then um, it, you know it still doesn't look great. If you go, oh, you, I saw you work late last night. What were you What were you working on? And she goes, ta-da! Have you seen that Studio Ghibli uh, thing about the little kid with the big w- weird rabbit that follows her around? Right? No, you haven't seen it? Oh, you shit, it's great. It's on Netflix. Uh, uh, yeah, it's, you're, 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 you're right. As soon as you start doing any anything extracurricular on office on office time, yeah, you, you better have, you, you know, you, you better finish your paperwork. Because even if she's the security guard... You still don't want that from, even though you know your security guard's there on a night shift with hours to kill, you don't want your security guard going, by the way, I wallpapered. 
Like, you want to be like, yeah, check the perimeter. Yeah. I, I, I think a security guard should be able to see through the windows as well. Crucially, I think that's that's one of the security guards' key jobs. Freaking out! What's that big rabbit thing? It's a big rabbit thing in the office. I mean, I'm kind of, I'm kind of thinking, I don't know, but in a particle accelerator, I imagine most windows are there for good reason. <laughs> Just make me a little bit nervous. It's like yeah. oh, I couldn't see the the neutron <laughs> melting. I mean, I'm no scientist. But, you know. <laughs> Whatever, the I see that, doing. that particle well because, of all, the, because of all the coloured balloons <laughs> <laughs> and it went too fast the neutron went too fast because yeah. we, again I, and, but is there and again I don't really know how particle accelerators work but could she go back in time <gasps> right okay. yeah get inside the accelerator yeah. yes go back in time and you have to be very careful not to obviously let old Eleanor see you but just sort of sabotage the trees maybe maybe that's maybe future eleanor did this <gasps> okay she went back she saw it and went fucking hell i missed the what? trees <laughs> no no do you know what i think's happened future eleanor loses her job because she's spending okay. too much time painting windows <laughs> and she's like oh fucked it if only something could put me off i need to stop doing yeah. those yeah. murals then i'd have saved my career she pops in the particle accelerator, whips around with the neutrons. Yeah. Suddenly she's back. She waits for herself to go home. She does, let's be honest, dog shit trees that yeah. she knows are going to put ruin her mural <laughs> and question whether people actually like her mural, etc., etc. Eleanor's now contacting us. We're saying maybe you've got to think twice about doing the mural. Eleanor's yeah. going to keep her job, get promoted, and probably save the world by nailing down nuclear fission. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go yeah. fishing. Am I? Am I? Am I allowed to say beef solved, or is that you? Guys? <laughs> <laughs> hey, do you want to do it? Do you want to take it for a spin? Give it a go. I just I, if that's not what happened, I'd be very surprised. <laughs> <laughs> take it for a spin, Tom. Let's see how, see it, it, see how it sits. Well, uh, beef solved. <laughs> Sounds oh good, man. Uh, no, sorry. That was, that was just... He's come along and he's drawn a big fucking tree on our podcast. There. <laughs> <laughs> Future me is coming back and saying, don't say it. <laughs> this is from Charlotte and it is another free range beef. Main character syndrome beef. Uh-oh. And uh, Charlotte sent this in via beefbrotherspodcast at gmail.com, which is a great way to get in touch with this podcast. Dear M, T, B, and esteemed G. We have another esteemed guest there. Um, We have a a new colleague who has perhaps the most egregious case of main character syndrome I've ever known, and it's driving us insane. (laughs) At first, it just seemed like a case of 11 Arif. You've been to 10 Arif, she's been to 11 Arif. Lovely stuff. I enjoyed enjoyed the hell out of that. Uh, Live on a reef. (laughs) You live on a reef. I live on... No, it's not the same thing. Um, uh, And an inability to understand none of us... uh, Baker's Reef? uh, uh, Sorry. Please don't... No, don't apologise for Baker's Reef. (laughs) And Emma... Don't apologise for cutting it out. Um, <laughs> at first, just seemed like a case of 11 a reef. You've been to 10 a reef, she's been to 11 a reef. And, in, and an inability to understand, none of us is quite as interested in what her and her boyfriend are having for dinner. Oh. 
I mean, that's no, there's no <clears throat> no disrespect, by the way, to um, our first beef, by the way, from Ash. We were interested in what you and your partner were having for dinner. Because um, it was insane. Because it was absolutely insane. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so it then mutated into a habit of her interrupting conversations with an, oh my God, you're never going to believe this, followed by her reading out vast swathes of WhatsApp chats she and her social group are having, usually about some tiny nightclub in the back of Yorkshire none of us have heard of. Oh. Now it appears to have reached its zenith with the and everybody there stopped what they were doing and told me exactly how brilliant I am face. (laughs) (laughs) Her story the other day literally consisted of her telling us she was walking past a hairdresser's in town and finding herself being chased down the street by two of the stylists telling her she had the best hair they had ever seen insisting (laughs) insisting she come back with them to the salon so that she show it. She could show it to their clients, and have and, and her having to flag down a police car because they wouldn't leave her alone. <laughs> oh my god! This, this feels is, very uh, much like um, you know the that account on Twitter yeah, uh, didn't yeah, happen yeah. of the year award. Didn't happen of the year award. Yeah, yeah and then yeah, everyone in the salon started <laughs> applauding. Uh, yeah. To flag down a police car because the stylist wouldn't leave her alone. Because <laughs> <laughs> it was so good. Like, like she's the Beatles in Hard Day's Night. She's just got a, you know. <laughs> Benny, Benny Hill theme plays and she's running around being chased by stylists. She's now a constant monologue of stories ending with everyone praising her or applauding her or quite often falling out with her because they're just so jealous of her life. The, th- <laughs> the thing is, she is lovely when she's not on broadcast mode and she clearly has some self-esteem issues which contribute to it. But how do we come together as an office to try and curb this behaviour before everyone, some have already, starts to be mean to her? Please pop some advice in my face. Charlotte. Ooh. Okay. It's a very strong beef. It's really good. I, now, I would say... Yes, go on, Clarky. I'm no scientist, but can you get a particle accelerator? <laughs> <laughs> it's a tough one, this, isn't it? It's a brilliant one, I mean, it's tough. My, my instinct, my initial instinct is to, to keep the top trumps going. You know, Charlotte, you seem like you're a, a, a switched-on girl. You, you you write a funny email. You can make it. If she can make up some stories, you can make up some stories. I think that's what you've got to do, is you've got to fight fire with fire. And if she's got, you know, you've got to go 12 a reef on her, basically. <laughs> you've got to, you've got to keep, keep pushing it and pushing it and pushing it. So that every time, if she says that, um, if she says that, like, you know, the uh, the stylists were chasing me down the street. Say, similar thing happened to me, and the entire hairdressers took off as if carried by balloons <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and landed in front of forest. me. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um, I, th- I think that's 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 certainly one way to yeah, go. Yeah, that's a good one. I think you need to buy this girl some podcasting equipment <laughs> and encourage her to start a podcast because that's all she needs. Is a, she that she needs. Yeah. She needs the outlet. Podcasting is the perfect outlet for her. So if like it's a if if there's a birthday coming up and it's like or like organize the like say there's an office raffle at Christmas and then she wins and it's a podcast it's a home podcasting set <laughs> forty quid fifty quid <laughs> half decent setup sure you know. And then it's like, oh my God. And everyone goes, that's amazing because you have so many great stories. You should definitely start a podcast. And then she's got somewhere for it to go. 
She can be reading out of WhatsApp groups. She can be telling her tall tales. I think... Let's be honest, she'll probably do well out there. Yeah, I think... You know what? I think I think uh, our friend Chaz here should be, um, should be starting the podcast with her. Because what you need is a bit of back and forth, a bit of argy bargy. You know, you 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 look at the you know you know you look at the, the, the those podcasts like Shag Married Annoyed or My Therapist Ghosted Me. You know, they they are they're they're born out of a little bit of oh you're always saying this and no that's not what you know that you know, that kind of that sort of tug of love type situation. Start a podcast together. You know, you're you never believe any of her stories. She insists that it's true. You know, I think I, I think I could see you as as a natural podcasting odd odd couple. And then you take it out of the office, yeah, onto the net. She's got somewhere for it to go. It's going to save, you know, it's going to save the office dynamic. Then. Mm. Next thing you know, you're quitting your jobs because you, the HelloFresh adverts are rolling in. The Casper mattress adverts, are, you know, you're 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 making you're getting those those the, yeah. sp- the sponsorship reads. It's happening it for you guys. To dry out. Then it, yeah. it plateaus. You realise you've kind of reached the number of patrons you're going to get. The adverts kind of drop off. <laughs> you're still committed to your patrons. You like them, but is it enough for yeah. the amount of time you have to give to the podcast? But you keep doing it. You enjoy doing it, but you know. And then other podcasts are in the arenas. And are you going to make it through to the arena? You maybe sell out a room blower pub, do a live tour, see how that goes. And if you were going to go to the arenas, wouldn't you? Have- Already got there. <laughs> been in an arena by <laughs> now. Oh, you know, wouldn't you? Yeah. Can't quite see it's it in the quite a time. Hall. I mean, it's good. It's a, it's a, it's a good. Point, but I mean, have you plateaued? <laughs> those are the sort of things you might be thinking, Charlotte. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They're, they're, they're just at like three in the morning, up. that'll just, <laughs> <laughs> just come to your mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> For example, <laughs> I mean, I think that might. That's my. That's my solution. Get, get that girl podcast. Good. For God's sake. Another outlet is a good idea, though, and I think in some ways, like you know, there's a lot of extroverts out there. You know, it sounds like Charlotte's more of an introvert. I'm, I, you know, I again, I'm. I'm that would be me as well. Main character syndrome. You're a man who's literally inside his own cupboard right now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Just hiding from, from the world. <laughs> Main character syndrome drives me mad. But, you know, that's what a lot of the internet is, isn't it? It's just people going, ah, no internal monologue, I've got to do, you know. And you can, if you're doing that, then you just commute it and say, yeah, I loved that, loved that post. That was great. Mm. Or just, you know, just get a blog going or a, right, let's write it all down. Let's make a movie out of this, <laughs> you could say. <laughs> I want to see the movie. Don't waste it on us. Save it. <laughs> save it for the movie. Are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah, save it for the book. Deal. Basically, yeah. Create an agency and sign this Sign this person because it sounds like they've got... The, I was thinking about that main, char- main character syndrome thing because there's the, the, the opposite of that is NPC being used as like um, an insult yeah. now. Have you, have you, have you right. heard this? The non-playable character... If you get if so, if someone calls you an NPC, they're basically sort of saying that you're an unimportant. It's like a it's like a sort of you're not a real person. Unimportant. Oh, well, right. yeah, basically, yeah, yeah, like an unimportant figure. We none of us have heard that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That's just. <laughs> I'm constantly being told it. Yeah, the whole thing about main character syndrome is. It's surely understandable because you spend all your time with that character. Yeah. Like, if if you're watching The Sopranos yeah. and you're spending all your time with Tony Soprano, then you can safely say he's the main character. Sure, sure. I get, I get, what, you, yeah. I get what you're saying. Like, your story follows you even when you're having a shit, right? 
<laughs> so it's like if yeah, if, yeah. if if, if you if the narrative of the story is even the person who's taking a shit that that's that's part of the story then you can kind of understand why people would imagine that they're the main character of their own story. But that's not what's happening here, is it? What's happening here is she's kicking the door open and going, come on, everyone, look at this amazing shit. I'm doing. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, 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 no. I, I understand that. I understand that. I'm just, I'm just, it's like no, the I know, main I know, character I know, syndrome. I do know what you mean. Yeah. It's quite a funny it, title yeah. for it, really. Yeah. I guess it's a lack of understanding that other people shit. <laughs> yeah. It's like, yes. you, won't be- you will not believe. <laughs> what just came out of this? <laughs> Um, yeah but you could if there's a you could go like well look this podcast can't wait these ideas are too good they set up a little soundproof room in the office (laughs) an hour every day they just send her in there (laughs) and go you 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 record that i'm gonna listen to that on the way home i cannot wait you can get those booths can't you that are just like a box around your head (laughs) on a pole (laughs) yeah top bell's in one right there (laughs) <laughs> I mean, right now, yeah, yeah. But like, he can fit his shirts in there. Like these things, it's like a tiny. It is like just a box. It's like a head box studio, isn't it? Mm. One of those. Get in yeah. there. Can't wait. Just, just constantly. She's just got like, like a little door that mid <laughs> mid anecdote. You can just sl- wait. Save this for the pod. Just shut the door on her. For the pod. Little little yeah. live light goes this on. Too, Keep so, that yeah. powder dry. There, <laughs> yeah. there, there's the, there's a, an episode of One Foot in the Grave when a very boring neighbour calls him up on the phone. Have you, do you remember this? And the phone, he just sort of basically goes, yeah, 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 yeah. Puts the phone down, but doesn't hang up. And like every now and then throughout the episode, he just wants this up to the phone. Picks it was, oh yeah, 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 oh yeah. Puts it right down again. And, is, and I feel like that's what you've effectively done to this to this person. If you go, you go over there, I'm going to stick a box over your head. And when I feel like a laugh, I'm going to open a flap on the box. You go, is that right? And then close the flap again. And then. <laughs> Pretty perfect. You don't say. Yeah. yeah it's like, oh, wow. <laughs> now, listen, counterpoint. This person let's be frank if they're having to flag the police down because their hair is that good then that's an exciting person yeah. might yeah. they just be completely honest and Incred- maybe incredible. they are incredible <laughs> we're assuming these things didn't happen what if <laughs> no. we've not met this person we've not seen this person's yeah. hair i mean is i don't want to but is charlotte is there, is there a little bit of the Ooh. green dragon? A little bit of jealousy? <laughs> How's your hair, Charlotte? We've got to ask. How's your hair? How many barbers have stopped you in the street this week? If it's zero, yeah. then we understand why you don't like this woman. Because <laughs> it what happens to all the rest of us. We're always stopped in the street. Absolutely. Three, three out of four of us. <laughs> anyway, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Never, Matthew. No, I've, not, I've never had it no. yet, but... Um, what Parry lacks in hair, he makes up for in uh, the fantastic shape of head. Well, the the hairdressers caught me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I was too slow. The, the police car was at the top of the road. I was on. The, I just ran out of breath, and suddenly they were on me. You were scalped. Yeah, <laughs> they took it off. <laughs> tragedy just wasn't quick enough. Police can't do anything about that, can they? That's uh, the problem. You'd... Like exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, I think. We can safely say oh, yeah. beef closed. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not the phrase you use, but sure, <laughs> say it. I know. I got, I got intimidated because Bell did it so well last time. I was like, oh no. Okay, Charlotte. Happy to say, beef solved. 
Nice. Oh, there Love it that. is. Love that. From the sorting out your solved. Tom, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Uh, we've spent so much time talking about other people's problems. I didn't even get to ask you what you're, what you're like to live with. Yeah. Hey, look, if I tell you what I'm like to live with, you're going to be like, that's a biased opinion. So what I've done is yeah. I've got my Airbnb Your, your main character up. syndrome will kick in again. <laughs> my main character syndrome. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's basically people chasing around the street saying, you're the best housemate I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> I'm having to call the police <laughs> day in, day out. Like, please, you know, they're like, God. Um, I just thought I'd share some Airbnb reviews. Yeah, please do. <laughs> please do. Amazing. Please. Can I just ask, are these people who've stayed... You, you, you've stayed Sorry, I've stayed at their place, yeah. Right, you don't, you're not Airbnb out your place. This is no. just times you've, you've stayed with other people. So this is a good example. Is if, I, if I was to sort of stay in a, well, a spare room of yours for a night, yes. this is the sort of thing you can expect. Uh, a lovely company, very genial, says Great. Tony. Nice. Filippo says, discreet. And nice. <laughs> You'll never tell. What, you you what, what do you see? I mean, I guess. I, I yeah. guess. You know, Don't say anything. What did Filippo yeah. get up to? <laughs> well, hey. I'm not going to. I'm not going to say. No, say. you're not going to break, <laughs> break the secret. You're asking the wrong guy. We 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 shared. We uh, we came to an agreement. <laughs> um, good manners, fine. That's from Vera. <laughs> good That's manners, bad, fine. Yeah, these, these all read like a three. <laughs> yeah, William. Well, William. William here, or, uh, great guest, nice, patient, understanding. <laughs> oh, what? what? It I feels thought, like it feels like the people who you're staying with have got a lot more stuff going on than you yeah, have. Yeah, stay in some bad places. What? Uh, what Fabio what, Perella what? here, and you, if you know Fabio, Fabio isn't doesn't give out good reviews willy nilly. <laughs> mm. <laughs> this is July 2018, so it's a while ago now. But uh, Fabio Perelli, again, who you wouldn't expect this from. Tom is the perfect Airbnb guest. Oh, wow. that's big. That's big. Thank Were you, you tempted very much. to bow out after that? Were I nearly put that on, a, on my fringe posters. Because <laughs> 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 that's, that's a good review. Yeah. yeah, it is tempting, isn't it? You just drop the mic. Good night. Okay, well, my Airbnb days are over. That's I can't, do, can't yeah. do better than that. Yeah, that's the stadium, isn't it, of Airbnb? <laughs> that's the Apple. It's sad for Fabio. What's It's been, what? Five years, what it must have been like since then. <laughs> the parade of knowing, other people. Yeah. Knowing he's peaked. Yeah. Knowing he's peaked, yeah. yeah. <sighs> well, can I just say, it. you have been uh, a fine guest. Because you know you know what? The, the, the great thing about the word fine is it could be, it could be fine as in uh, the a way you, know, you look. Yeah, yeah, fine art. Mm. You know, I, I think don't. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna accentuate the positive on fine and say yeah. you have been a mighty fine <laughs> guest here on the podcast. Thank you so much. And I've had a fine time. Here you go. <laughs> Great. Great. <laughs> a fine time was had by all. Um, is there anything you want to plug? Where can people uh, see you? Uh, find you? Look at your work? Yeah, for sure. Um, hey, look. Uh, track me down online. I guess I I've got. I picked my social media moniker a while ago. It's I'm a bit over it now, but it's too late to change it. It's Tom Bell Forever um, at all the things. I started a new comedy night, but I forgot you had to book them in advance. So it's <laughs> it's not going to be coming back till next year. But that's called For Whom the Bell Lolls. Um, keep an eye out <laughs> for that. Voice. Yeah, that's it. Once you yeah, come out with that, you're voice. obliged to do it, aren't you? <laughs> yeah. And just enjoy yourselves, guys. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, it's been a hard year, to, hasn't it? You know yeah, what I mean? Always great you know. to plug just just enjoying your life. Yeah. Uh, yeah, absolutely. I'd say watch the Match Report, but we it's it's they shut us down. 
I'm so sorry, man. I couldn't handle. They the shut truth. us down. It was I. I can't be sure it was the FBI, but I think it goes to the goes <laughs> to goes, the top. I mean, you're famously discreet, so if you knew, you wouldn't yeah, tell. Yeah, that's true. Um, yeah, gutted. Uh, but it's been lovely having you on. Well, the luckily, pod, we solved we solved all the world's problems. So maybe that. Oh yeah, it's a much better place than when the <laughs> yeah. show started. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it's been great. Thanks for having me on. I really. Love- Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Ditto, ditto. There it was. There it is. Here we go. Off we go. <laughs> yeah, off we go. Um, ah, that was a treat. Tom's yeah, a yeah. Tom's a real ledge. Yeah, it was lovely, lovely chatting to him. Uh, and thanks very much to everyone who sent in their beefs. Don't forget, beefbrotherspodcast at gmail.com is where to send them. Or you can call the number 0208 Or you can WhatsApp that number and uh, it will send the message directly to us now we've had a message in uh from one of our patreons oh yeah to say um to say that they've that they've converted it if it's a little tricky to remember the number 0208 uh you can think of it in this way Okay. For the hotline number, I've converted it to words using the key letters on the number pad. So two could be A, B, or C. We all remember it. We all had Nokia 3310s back in the day. Um, The best I can get is uh, 02081BARC. 02081BEEARC. That means that when I eventually dial you, all I need to remember is 02081 and some Bs in an ARC. So uh, thank you very much to Ben for that. What? I did think at first you were just saying bark really weirdly. <laughs> Don't confuse things, guys. This is the way we're going to get people to call the hotline. Ben's helped us out here. He's done us a huge favour. Don't forget, guys, it's 02081 B Arc. What? Okay. okay. Listen. Okay. All right. <laughs> Your silence speaks volumes, all right? Or you could just you could just you could just uh, uh, call the number or remember the number from this wonderful jingle we're about to hear right now. There it is. There we go. Okay. Well, um today's episode was produced by Emma Caution. Caution, Caution, tea. Cheers, everyone. Bye. Bye. Bye.